Well, what is up, everybody? October 19th. You ain't got a very special birthday edition of Fairly Normal, meaning it's my birthday. I hope, by the way, every time you hear this song at the beginning, you expect to hear me go, well, what is up, everybody? It's just such a good song. Come on. Sing it, everybody, one time. And tell me something good. Tell me that you love me. You know, hindsight being what it is, I wish I had named this podcast Tell Me Something Good. You know what I'm not good at? I'm not good at titles, naming things. I like the title of my... um. Special father of the year. But, like, that was an accident. But, you know, when people are, like, when I write scripts and stuff, people are like, what's the name of it? I'm like, nah, it's so bad. I just always be like, I'm always like, whatever you want it to be. Untitled, whatever, sucking fuck. I'm terrible. For whatever reason, my creativity stops right there. Titles, names for things. I remember, you know, Tropic Thunder. Um, I had a friend of mine who was working on Tropic Thunder and they were like, hey, we need a funny name for a rapper. And I think they went up, they ended up with Al Pacino, right? Um, but I was sending like terrible ones. And he was like, you're not good at this. I'm like, I know, I wish I was better. It's the whole reason I took the job writing on, um, tell me something good, writing on uh, Fifth Grader. With Jeff Foxworthy. Well, two reasons. One, to learn how to write jokes. And two, because he's one of the all-time greats. Whatever you think about his comedy, one of the all-time greats. I think he has the top two selling comedy albums of all time. Let that fucking sink in. Say whatever you want. I saw him not too long ago performing at the um, Wild West Comedy Festival in Nashville. Yo. At the Ryman Theater. Yo. A master class in comedy, storytelling, confidence, being okay in the, in the, it takes so long. Guys, the biggest lesson for me and what really switched my career was becoming okay with the silence. That was such a big thing. Um... Come on, everybody. Pink Floyd animals. Pigs on the wing. You know that I care. What happens to you? God, it's so good. Oh, my 
God. Come on. Um, man, I miss albums that used to put out minute 15 songs. You know what I mean? Or be, you know, that's what Abbey Road. They'll never make another album like Abbey Road anymore. As a matter of fact, I have a friend of mine who thinks that albums in general are going to go away and people are just going to release singles. So all those fucking great B-side songs that really make up an album potentially will be gone because attention span and everybody wants things cheap and free and easy. You know? It's really a fucking... I loved albums that told stories. Oh, shit. Here we go. Cadillac 3. I'm rocking. Cadillac 3 is so good. But, yeah, guys. Being okay in the silence was the biggest thing as a storyteller. Um, You know, last night I did probably 40 minutes of new material up front. Up front. And I'm having so much fun on stage, guys. I'm in Burlington, Vermont this weekend. I'm having so much fucking fun on stage. And thank you guys to whoever bought the special again. Thank you so much. And thank you to whoever's listening to Control Chaos, which is on this feed now also. Ah, so much good shit happening. I'm in my room. Um, Somebody did ask me... um, about, like, how what I eat and how... Like my routine on the road. I'm happy to share that with you. I don't know if that's going to bore the fuck out of everybody. But like right now I'm drinking a shake. I stopped going out to eat three meals a day on the road. For a couple reasons. One, I don't have the uh, willpower to go out to eat three meals a day and eat healthy. I'm going to get the pancakes. I'm going to eat the fries. I'm going to eat the blue cheese dressing. You know what I mean? Um, so what I, and plus, you know, I'm not one of these guys, you guys have been, I'm not, I'm not doing theater shows and selling out and all the fucking 9,000 seat places and going home with five digit checks. That's not happening for Josh Wolf. Not yet. Not yet. That's why I'm trying to get that special out there. But so I also can't be out here spending three meals a day. So I buy, I go to a supermarket. And I always have the um, hotel, even if, if they don't have a refrigerator in the room, just so you know this, you can request a mini fridge. Unless that you're like, maybe not at Comfort Inn, you know, something that's under $100 a night, you might not be able to. And that's not a judgment on Comfort Inn. I've studied a bunch of them. Just saying. I don't remember them offering them up. But like a Holiday Inn, shit like that, Marriott, they should be able to do that for you. So every morning, basically what I do is I eat. Uh, breakfast I eat one meal out It's usually lunch uh, Today it will be uh, It was breakfast Because I, I, breakfast is my favorite meal of the day It's birthday So I went out and got some Fucking eggs And bacon and pancakes And bought myself two chocolate chip cookies That I'm going to eat in my room by myself <laughs> On my birthday I don't really care actually My birthday guys Doesn't mean that I'm not a birthday guy I don't really care You know what I mean Not a big deal um, but, uh, oh, Carol King, this tapestry album guys is fucking fire. Anyways, 
My boy Dean Del Rey was like, you got to get that album. The shake that people ask me about. I do not use whey protein anymore. Whey protein tears my stomach up. If you drink shakes and you're drinking whey protein and you've got the farts that'll kill a fucking gorilla, that's why. Just so you know. I get the stuff. It's not cheap. It's vegan. Um, so I'm not telling you to run out and get it because it's 20 bucks. It isn't. But it's clean, clean, clean. It doesn't make my stomach bloated, which is a lot of those proteins do. They bloat your stomach. So even if you're getting, you feel like you're getting protein in, you're like, why is my stomach round? A lot of times it's causing either gla- gas. And when your stomach is bloated, sometimes, guys, also, some foods you eat, I know this is going to be boring as shit, but some foods you eat cause inflammation in your body. That inflammation is just shown by puffiness, and that includes in your stomach. If you eat a lot of potatoes and peppers and tomatoes, uh, drink a lot, sugar, those things cause inflammation in your body. So you're going to be rounder. That's just the fucking fact. So I go with Garden of Life protein. It's all natural. It's vegan, which is better for my stomach. Um, And in that, I will put um, spinach and kale, almond butter, because I'm allergic to peanuts for the fat. You need some fat, guys. Fat, believe it or not, keeps you thin. Truth. Um, And uh, good fats anyways. And then I'll have like two handfuls of blueberries or two handfuls of raspberries. I put amino acids in there because if you're vegan and you're not taking amino acids, you're not getting enough amino acids, which means you're going to be squishy as fuck. Squishy! Who wants to be squishy? So get those aminos. I also take a, uh, I put a little pep in my step. It's like a pre-workout, which is the best thing I've ever had in my life, but it doesn't make me jittery. I took, I take some um, collagen peptides, which is a protein that's good for your skin and hair and nails and just all that other shit. And uh, blend it up, man. I put some probiotics in there. Blend it up. Need some probiotics. And that keeps me full. As long as there's enough fat in there, that keeps me full for an entire like three-hour period. But those shakes, guys, are such a good way to get everything you need in a glass. And when you get to be my age, you know, all calories are not equal. You know what I mean? And... um Guys, you know, I, I keep hearing from people who are like, you know, how do I look like Ryan Reynolds? You can't. Hey, guess what? Unless you're 25 and you are born with some great fucking genetics and you got some free time, you're not going to look like Ryan Reynolds. Hey, guess what? You know who else you're not going to look like? Fucking Giselle Bunchkin. You don't have a chef. You have a chef? You got a trainer that comes to your house? You know what I'm saying? When you hit a certain age, guys, Stop comparing. You should never compare yourself to the Hollywood folk anyways or the models because it's their job. They have a lot of money. You're never going to... You got enough money to pay for HGH and steroids? You don't? Okay. Fucking relax. How about you just set a goal that you're not completely winded and you think you're going to have a heart attack after you have sex with your wife for three minutes? How about that as a goal? Zach Brown, homegrown, love this song. How about you set a goal that when you walk up two flights of stairs, you don't think you have to sit down for a half an hour? Guys, the goal should be a good life. The goal should be feeling good when you wake up every morning. The goal should be not eating yourself into a fucking food coma every day. 
You know what I mean? Moderation. Even moderation in moderation. I'm going to stuff my fucking face tonight. Moderation, though, guys. I do that maybe once a month. It's all about moderation. And then it's about, and I've said this to you over and over and over again. It's just about setting things up for yourself where you don't end up lying to yourself. When you let yourself down, whether you start admitting it to yourself or not, or you're like me and you say it out loud and you badmouth yourself out loud to kind of get it out. If you hold it in, your subconscious knows. Deep, deep, deep down, you know that you lied to yourself. And you know that when you lie to yourself, deep, deep, deep down, you're calling yourself a piece of shit. That's just the way it is. So if you lie to yourself, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself. Know that you're just one of... Everybody does it, man. But then try to not set yourself up to fail next time. That's it. You know, a mistake we make all the time is we said, I'm going to be in the gym 12 days a week and I'm going to work out like Mark Wahlberg and I'm going to do leg lifts when I'm at dinner. No, none of that shit is happening. None of that's happening. But you might be able to quit soda. How about that? You might be able to knock out sugar, which will change your fucking life. How about that? You know what I mean? That's all I'm saying. And nothing that I don't. Great song. If you haven't seen Zach Brown live, God, what what are you what what are you waiting on? So damn good, guys. Anyways, great set last night in Burlington. I'm excited to be trying um, some new jokes again tonight. Uh Excited that Control Chaos is on this feed now that you got, and we're in a new studio, so I think the audio is all fixed. It's all good, guys. The Red Sox are in the World Series. Say what? Red Sox are in the World. Hold on, let me take a sip of this delicious shake. It's so good. It's a heavy music. Heavy music for me today. Um, all right, here's what I want to talk to you guys about. Uh, all right. So I know I, I mentioned last week to you guys um, that I've never felt better about what I do, but I've never been colder in Hollywood. And then I got a really interesting... Um, Email from somebody who listens to this podcast um, and went to my show in Boston. I talked to him for a second after the show and he gave, he basically said something to me, Ryan Bingham, everybody, the poet. But he basically said without saying um to me like uh okay who are you he knows who i am he listens to this and he didn't mean to say this he was trying to give me some business advice which really helped by the way but he was talking about brands and your fans and pushing things out and um where the web where the special was on the site and all the shit but it was very interesting, and it's something I've talked to you guys about before, but who am I? Y- you know, 
in this day and age of where things are so specific, where your who am I has to be so well defined in order for people to be able to put you in a category and for people to be able to find you, I'm still blurring in between you know i like to talk about sports i talk about parenting i talk about weed like i talk about a lot of shit but i'm not tim allen that tool time guy you know what i mean a bert kreischer very well defined dude he started anyways he's broadened out once you get a huge fan base you can start to broaden out fighter and the kid did you know um, but who am I? And I started to think about it and I, and he was right. Like I've had people, brands come to me all the time, but they ask the same question. Can you focus in? Can you just do this? And I'm like, I don't think so, but it would be so much better for my career. And now guys, I started to think this week and I started to talk to some people and they were like, hey, man, you're getting to a certain age where you could make a lot more money if you just stop talking about weed and focus like almost like what I talked about at the beginning about the shake and working out and just as an old, like a, a older person, not old, but you know. But you know how Christy Brinkley talks a lot about being older and staying in shape and eating right and just, they were like, you could make a lot of money, my wife and I together, Beth, if you guys just started focusing on that. And then I started to think about like, well, what the fuck? Honestly. What the fuck? Like, I've, I've been myself, which has been all over the place and enjoyed myself. And guys, look, I'm not in Burlington, Vermont, in a hotel by myself on my birthday because I'm rich. Let's not get that twisted. I'm not here because I don't need money. I'm not here because I'm ready to retire. Know that. Like, I know some of you think that I'm, and I think if I made what I make and I lived somewhere else, I would live okay. I don't. I live in California. Not a complaint. I fucking love living in California. Love. Um, but like, and I know people, uh, the term sellout, it has such a negative connotation on it, but like if I was an accountant and another big, I was working mom and pop my whole life, but then a big firm, just cookie cutter firm where they weren't doing creative stuff. They just, this is how you do the accounting. This is what you do. Offer me a ton of money. I would take it. Is that selling out? If I was a chef and I had my own restaurant. And I could make my menus. And I did that for a while. But then Applebee's called and said, hey, we want to over. We want you to oversee the western half of the United States. And here's your salary. You take it. Is that selling out? I mean, you can still do what you like on the side, I guess, right? Is that selling out? Like, I don't know. And for me, money isn't everything, but at some point, I would love to. This song 
when I see Karen Fairchild sing this song in concert. So I was watching them at Mohegan Sun. This is uh, Little Big Town. And I was with uh, Becky Sweet, who's uh, uh, our friend Phillip's wife, who Phillip's in the band also. And I was watching Karen sing this song. And uh, Becky was like, you were fangirling so hard. Oh, this song is so good. And she's so powerful and cool on stage. Damn it. And Jimmy, uh, if you're listening to this, Jimmy's her husband. Hey, man. You know, respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully. You guys want to hear me sing this. I know you do. You know, I always mess up the words. I can't miss you and I just wish you were better man. Is it selling out? Is it selling out? I've been myself for a long time. I'm alone in a room in Burlington, Vermont on my birthday. I don't even know, like, I've taken gigs recently. Where someone's like, hey, you can't do this and you can't do this. And in the past, I'd have been like, fuck you. And I was like, okay. You know what I mean? I don't know, guys. I'm telling you, honestly. I'm, I'm bumping up against, I don't know. For the first time. Because what the fuck am I pushing this rock up the hill for? For so long. Hey, guess what, Josh Wolf? And, and I, this is not a fucking me looking for a boo-hoo or looking for messages online. And you guys support me and I know that. But guess what, Josh Wolf? We may be at a point where nobody wants to see your fucking face on TV anymore. Hey, guess what, Josh Wolf? We may have hit a time. And I'm, I'm you know, I'm honest with you guys. Judging by the, the amount of people that... We're willing to spend only $5 on that special. Guess what, Josh Wolf? It, time, your time may be up. As much fun as you're having doing what you're doing now. In my job, these are honest conversations you have to have with yourself. How's it going doing it your way? You have to ask yourself all the time. And as much fun as I'm having and all this... Yo, I look at people who I don't consider as funny as me. And they're counting their money. You know, I'm not huge on Instagram and Twitter, and I don't post that much, and I try to. But guess what, Josh Wolf? You may have to sell it out a little more. These are honest conversations I have by myself in hotel rooms. You know, you know what I want to do more than anything? When I see these people posting pictures of the great vacations, I want to take my wife there. I'm in Vermont. By the way, I'm having a good time here. And you know how much I love performing. But I want to take my wife there. I want to take my whole family on a vacation. I'm in Vermont. You know, it's just like that decision I eventually made when I, um, when I ended up bringing the guitar on stage. I was finally like, fuck it, I don't care what anyone else thinks. I may have to get there with this. I don't know... I mean, this is different for me because not being myself all the time in public, 
would be a tough one for me. But it might not when I get home and put my feet up and look at my beautiful wife and I have more free time and I don't fucking know, guys. As usual, we're we're here just talking things out here. You guys are like my... Uh, fuck it. If you haven't listened to that, if you haven't watched that Leonard Skinner documentary on Showtime, what the fuck? So good. Double trouble, Leonard Skinner. Um, you know, I don't know, guys. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure. Look, the people who do like me, you guys are the best. The best. Like, really so good to me, and I really appreciate it. The truth of the matter is, there's not a lot of us. So that is simply my responsibility. And I've been around a long time. For there not to be a lot of us, you know what that means? Maybe a lot of people aren't that interested. I'm sure you there's people who are listening to this right now who have been like, hey, let's go see Josh Wolf live. And you have friends who are like, who? Yeah. I'm, I'm well aware. So that's on me, guys. That's something that I need to do to change and figure out what. It, and maybe it's just tweaking. Uh, I don't know. We'll figure it out. I I would love to be able to marry how much fun I'm having with success. (laughs) Um, By the way, I, um, I took an edible last night on stage and got back here and watched the Red Sox game super high. I think I'm going to start watching all important games high. Who needs all that yelling? I was so relaxed. It was such a fun watch. I think I said yay a couple times. And that was cool. But uh, there was none of the intense screaming. My my the, the people who were in the rooms next to me, nobody had to pound on the wall. I've had somebody from the front desk call up before and ask if I was okay. I didn't have any of that. That was all, you know, that's all positive. Um, but uh, the one negative is I don't remember all of the game because I don't I don't think I'm putting the microphone in the cup. I don't think I was entirely focused on it. And I woke up. Uh, I woke up, you know, last night, I, I guess I had some a sweet potato and some. Beans that I must have gotten from the club because uh, I got packets. I woke up with packets of butter. You know, I woke. I wake up with like different shit. I woke up with. Pa- oh, I see the song coming up next. I was lucky enough to see Prince live a couple of times. First time I saw him, Beth and I. So this is, we had zero money. And, uh, but I wanted to do, you know, even when you have zero money, guys, I think it's important to treat yourself. Even, even when you have zero money, treat yourself. It's just, you got to, you know, lower your standards of treat. When I made $1,000 a month and lived in one room with the three kids we may, I still made sure to treat myself. So that meant like maybe once 
every three weeks or every two weeks, we would go to Boston Market, and we would all order something, and I would steal all the kids' cornbread. And that was my treat. I ate the cornbread. They ate some food, but we got out of the house. Treat yourself. You deserve it. You deserve it. And that's another subconscious thing, right? If you treat yourself, you're reminding yourself that you're important too. My father. So we had no money. But I knew he was doing a residency in Vegas at the Rio, which is where his club was. So we couldn't afford a plane. So we hopped in the car and we drove to Vegas. And Beth had a friend who was living in Vegas at the time, a, a, a high school friend. And right, you just got. And we packed food. We bought food. So the only thing we spent money on were the two tickets. And it was general admission. So we walk in and we ask the bartender. And he'd been doing the residency for a couple months by that time. And we said, what should we expect? And he said, well, he hasn't done the same. He hasn't done the same show twice. And I was like, what? He goes, yeah, it's been amazing. It's been a different show every night. I said, what was the show last night? He said, last night, he took requests from the audience. That's all he did. Requests from the audience. Other people's songs. Wouldn't play any of his. And he knew everyone. He was like, he knew songs from fucking Miles Davis to Jimi Hendrix to Britney Spears. Like he, and if he, and if a, a musician in his band didn't know the song, he would take the instrument and play it. And on top of that, in his band, he had this person who could breathe out their mouth and breathe in through their nose at the same time. I guess there's not that many people in the world that can do that because I think that seems like you're a lizard or some shit. So they could blow a saxophone forever. And I didn't know that was a thing. I was like, what? That dude, is a, is he going to die? But the guy behind the bar said the one thing he hasn't done is he hasn't played any songs from um, the Purple Rain album. And I was like, really? He said, no, it's, a, it's so crazy. Not one song. He played Purple Rain album from beginning to end when I was there. Except Darling Nikki because it was he didn't do any songs about fucking as he got older. Because um, of his religion. But it was amazing. And the second time I saw him, it was me, Chris Frangiola, Steve Marmelstein, and, and uh, Jeff Wilde. And uh, Jeff and I were performing in Vegas. And, and Steve and uh, Chris came and just hung out. And, oh, that was a good weekend, man. The first night we went to see um, Prince. And this is when he was touring with that all-woman band. <gasps> oh, my God. They were so good. God. And then he played a medley in the middle of the... Um, he played a medley in the middle of just all of his hits. Or a bunch of his hits. And then towards the end of the medley, he just started singing. I got too many hits. I got too many hits. It was fucking amazing. And the next night we went and saw Zach Brown. What a great show. What a great weekend. Great weekend. That wasn't the weekend that we went with Brad Wallach and he, he disappeared out of a club and passed out under a slot machine. We had to hire security to go look at tapes and follow him out. It was crazy. I mean, anybody, I dare you to find somebody vocally more talented than Prince. You can throw your divas in there, too. 
You hear that scream? Plus his fucking low register? Get the fuck out. Nobody better. Nobody better. For me, my two favorite vocals. Uh, I love Beautiful Ones by Prince. And Oh Darling by the Police. Uh, Paul McCartney's voice for me is, I mean, that's Mount Rushmore on the on the rock vocals. I just love the variations from Yesterday to Helter Skelter. He's hitting you with a fucking everything. And Prince, same thing, hitting you with a little bit of everything. On almost every song, by the way. And like it was nothing. Like he just rolled out of bed and he was like, oh, I'm going to hit you with nine octaves. I mean, not my favorite, but if you guys don't listen to Logic, this Bobby Tarantino album is really good. This is not, I mean, I should fast forward past this because it's nothing, but, you know, that's not how we do it. So, um, but so, so good, Logic. If you listen to at all, if you want to listen to that, if you like hip hop, it's really good stuff. Um... All right, guys, listen. Heading back in home uh, this week in uh, San Jose Improv in November. If you guys want to come out, that should be a great show. Lots of exciting things, hopefully, coming up this year. I think I told you that the, the TV shows that I pitched last week didn't happen. I told you that, right? I was waiting for them to come through. Um, I was pitching... Um, Stop it. This is Lucinda Williams, Joy, and this to me is one of the greatest albums. If you don't listen to Lucinda Williams, this is the album you should probably get Car Wheels on a Gravel Road. Um, She's so good. We went to a party at her house that was so bananas. Beth and I did. But yeah, the two TV shows I pitched, no go, everybody. No go-ski. Um, but what are you going to do, man? This One thing I will tell you that this town has done for me, shit rolls right off my back. No, The word no. Oh, I got a phone call. That's from my mom. Hold on one second, everybody. Hi, Mom. How come our my how come what happens? <laughs> what happened? Yeah. You know, I have no idea. Mom, can I call you? Let me call you back in two minutes. Two minutes. I love you. Bye. That was amazing. I'm going to call my mom back, everybody. But she asked me a, a for sure a grandma question. So I got to help her figure something out. So we're going to cut this one a little short. 
Let me say a couple things real quick. First of all, thank you to my friends at Chibachu. Hey, everybody, if you're in a state where you can get some weed and you want to try an edible and you want to make sure you don't fucking freak out, Chibachu is the way to go. I'm not saying that it won't get you high. It will. It's the most consistent edible on the market. That's what you're looking for. They're all going to get you high. So don't worry about potency. This is going to get you high too, and it is potent. Yo, consistent. As soon as you know how much of a chibachu you eat, you know forever. It's never changing. You get one of those Rice Krispies, there's no way they can tell you. 100 milligrams, yeah, on one side and none on the other. You know what I'm saying? You don't want that. So I just I just want to say thank you to my friends at Chibachu who are uh, always putting out the best product and always hooking a brother up, so appreciate it very much. Um, also... Uh, I want to say thank you to Elwood Clothing. If you guys go to Elwood Clothing, I've been wearing a lot of jackets and shit on stage. Those jackets are inexpensive. Uh, actually, don't go there yet because I'm going to get you a promo code. Or you can go check it out, elwoodclothing.com. I'm going to get you a promo code. Let me get everybody a promo code. I'm going to ask them for one. Um, and thank you very much to everybody who bought the special. And if you haven't yet, go check it out. I promise you it's a good time. Uh, control chaos, everybody, on Tuesday nights. But that is also on this feed now if you want to um, listen to it. I want to thank you all again for being my diary. I mean, I am healthier because of you. All the things that I would normally hold in, I get out right here. I am a better person because of this podcast. That it, I know it may sound like on this podcast I just emote and some people may think I whine or complain or this is the only place in my life where I can get this shit out because that's not my role in other parts of my life. You know what I mean? When that's not your role, that's not your role. And But thank you guys for letting me do that here. It really has changed my life. There's some days when I feel fucking terrible and I go and I turn this microphone on and I just vomit, whatever it is. And there you are, all of you, waiting. You're the best. And I hope this podcast does something for you guys too. I really do. I hope it, it's a mutual thing. Um, I hope this is one giant circle jerk, everybody. And everybody's getting a little bit of pleasure out of it, you know? That would make, nothing would make me happier. Uh, maybe not a giant circle jerk. Sturgill Simpson, so good. Life is sin. So be good to each other, everybody. Let me just say one last thing. Don't buy into don't don't buy into that clickbait. Uh, don't buy into the headlines. Get your information from the people in front of your face. Smile at your neighbor. This turns around because of us, not because of any of them. Not because of any of them. You hear that? They want this. Be they've made it. They have made it. And if you say it's the Republicans, you're part of the problem. And if you say it's the Democrats, you're part of the problem. Yo, that whole Robert E. Lee Grant thing last week with Trump, the fucking horse face... Oh, who fucking guys it's all 
distracting you from things that will actually make a difference in your life. Don't let them distract you from the things that will actually make a difference in your life. Which is the people around you, next to you, your neighbor. That's how you change things, inch by inch, everybody. You're not changing everything at once. you got to take the inch in front of you first. And the inch in front of you probably has a neighbor, a friend, a family member. Be good to that person because you know what they're going to do? They're going to be good to other people. And don't waste your time on people who aren't reciprocating. Don't reach out to people who aren't reaching out. They are already telling you they don't care. They don't bother me This concert was so good, too. Stop wasting your time on people who aren't wasting their time on you. You know? Now, look, some of you, we have relationships with people where we've set up once a year we talk. Great. But if you're constantly reaching out to somebody and they're never reaching back, get rid of that motherfucker is dead ass weight. Oh, Anderson Pack. Pac, I'm sorry. This Malibu album is fucking so good. So good. It's called Life Weight. Um, put energy into people who are putting energy into you. That's why I like never understood why... Eight zillion people, like, say, Chris Brown, we'll give you use as an example, or whoever, who did an atrocious thing. And got all these people blindly, yo, that person doesn't put any effort into you. Why don't you put some of that support into somebody in your office who could help you, who could help, not help you, but help. Why don't you put that some of that love and 100% blind support into your sister or your brother or your best friend? You know what I mean? And so, obviously, when it comes to people you don't know, like celebrities, it's different. But is that person you're following, do you feel like they're giving back to you in some way? And guys like Chris Evans or fucking Chris Pratt, how much can they give back? But there are little things they can do. Chris Chris Pratt definitely does it. You got to give to people who you feel like you're giving back. That's who's worth your time and effort. You know what I mean? So be good. Let's start, man. Start with your inner circle. And just start, man. You know how you, you, I'm sure we all have friends who call once a week or text once a week. And you're all like, man, you know who does that? I know Joey Diaz. And everybody's like, that dude is such a good dude. He just calls and checks in on you. How you doing? What's going on? Doing all right? Everything okay? He'll ask you about your life. Minute, maybe. Minute. I bet you he makes 50 of those calls a day. Takes up an hour. But he invests time in people. So people invest time in him. Reach out to people. How they doing? Reach out to people. Happy birthday. Reach out to people. Reach out. Means a lot. Means a lot. And as soon as you start taking a little bit of the focus off of you, like when you stop focusing on yourself so much, other things open up. So be good to each other, everybody. And, um, and yeah. Comedianjoshwolf.com. See if I'm coming to your area. 
podcast is on there. Not podcast. Specials on there too. And my high live hats and I'll wrestle your shirts are also available on the website if you want those. And that's it. I'm going to call my mom and answer a technology question for her. Love you guys. <laughs>